Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola. Joining us remotely is staff writer Jason Cross. Hi, Jason. Hello. In the studio with Leif Johnson. Hey. And the most important man in the room, Dan Masuoka, our can, video producer. You can just say, and Dan. You know, I, like, I like to remind people that you are the most important man in the room because I have a segue for that. <laughs> the reason why he's the most important man in the room is because he's monitoring our Twitter and YouTube feeds. He's looking out for your comments and questions on today's show. So if you have something to say about what we're talking about today, please let us know and Dan will chime in and let us know what you guys are thinking. So today we're going to talk about some uh, rumors that came out earlier this week about Apple products. But of course, the main news today is that Apple introduced this morning some new MacBook Pros based on the Coffee Lake processor, Intel's eighth generation core processor. So after, I, f- I actually meant to check this before the show, how long, how long was it be- be- between uh, refreshes? It was over a year, right? A year. Yeah. yeah. So I want to say it was there was an early 2017 more more than a year ago, but not yeah. It hasn't been 2016, has it? No, no, I know mine was is 20, mid 2017. Yeah, it was yeah. 20, yeah. definitely 2017, but I can't remember when. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I used the last generation one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's been a while, but um, Apple has finally released new MacBook Pros this and morning. all the uh, Windows Coffee Lake. Uh, laptops. I'm going to keep calling it Coffee Lake because eighth gen just doesn't right. <laughs> has no ring to it. Yeah, uh, it, they um, they all released in April. Yes, that's when. So everybody when those came out and it turns out they're it's great, more cores and they're faster and all this stuff. Then everybody goes, well, Apple, <laughs> why didn't you? Why don't you update yours when everybody yes. else gets this? So now's the time. Yes, yes, it's. Um, Gordon Ma Ong, who's an editor at PC World, and he tracks a lot of laptops for PC World. And we always would have, I think it would happen like every other week, he would be like, where are those Coffee Lake MacBooks? And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> he even wrote an article for us a while ago about what could happen and how it would be really cool when Apple comes out with these laptops. Uh, so yeah, so we've been, I mean, within our staff, we've been waiting for these upgrades. Um for people who don't know, Coffee Lake is the code name of the processor. So there's not actually a lake of coffee inside. <laughs> I was gonna look up and see if that was named for anything. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know how they come up I forgot how they come up with these there, names. Yeah, there are all these system. names in Washington State or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. KB Lake was the one before that. Right. And there was all but now I don't even know if they're geographically limited to that. Right. So is it yeah, that's similar to how Apple of California, applies yep. California, yeah, to same Mac sort OS. of thing. A lot of yeah. companies do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the cool thing about this processor is, or yeah, about this processor, it, it should provide uh, a big boost to performance. Now, in the past, we've seen from generation to generation, we've seen maybe 15 percent boost. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the jump is this time, but it should be more significant than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply, yep. be, you know, the big change is that there are more cores that mm-hmm. these laptops are using. The 15-inch goes from a quad-core, four-core processor to a six-core processor. Mm-hmm. And the 13-inch goes from a dual-core to a quad-core. So it's doubling sure. the number of cores. Um, so in addition to that, the... Um, Apple has switched over to DDR4 RAM, mm-hmm. which is another thing that, as I mentioned, Gordon would always talk about, like, why are they still using DD, DDR3? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of it, it, Apple didn't actually specifically say this, but a lot of it had to do, has to do with power consumption. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, those are, that's kind of the two key elements, or the, main, the key element is the new, new processor in these laptops. Uh, so Apple actually had a showcase yesterday for members of the media and in New York to show off these new laptops. And I was there yesterday. That's why we didn't have a podcast yesterday. We usually broadcast on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. but I was in New York uh, taking a look at 
the new laptops. Yeah, so. on on Twitter, Elaine up was saying they set up an alarm for yesterday and uh, no podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. So, but at the same time, think about that with Apple's embargo. He was in New York yesterday. Yeah. Right. He's here now. <laughs> he wrote up an art story about it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, sitting in a chair going 500 miles per hour in the air. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, and so the tricky thing, more a little bit behind the scenes, we were trying to f- Apple invited us to this event but they told me it was under embargo but they didn't tell me when the embargo would lift until later so (laughs) last week we had no idea when we were going to be able to talk about this so that's why we just knew we weren't going to be able to schedule the podcast on wednesday and so it was yeah so it just kind of Mm -hmm. scheduling wise it, it threw a wrench into how we usually do things. Also important so. to say that we were speculating what it was going to be right. like the day before. So, so yeah. Yeah. But you don't look too bad. All uh, things considered for flying back at the red eye. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm feeling, as you can see, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Apple fanboy gear. Uh. I'm wearing the Apple hoodie. And actually I'm wearing a, a Siri t-shirt. Wow. So, <laughs> so uh but yeah, it's. It, I was in New York. It was friggin' hot. Yesterday mm-hmm. or Tuesday when I got there, it wasn't as bad on Wednesday. But as they say, it's not the heat; it's the humidity. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we have a question on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the name is Cherry Berry, um, and they're asking: Are the older Macs going to be reduced in price as a result? So the way Apple cycles their products is they take, when the new laptops come out, they take the old ones off. Mm. So the only way you can get the old ones with the laptops Mm. is if you go into the refurb uh, store. So uh, you can't, they, they don't do like a sale of brand new of the previous versions. Apple doesn't do it that way. Mm-hmm. So the only way you can get it... Now, you might be able to go in... I don't know if this is true now. I'm, I'm going to say it, but I don't know if it's true. You might be able to go into an Apple store and find a previous model, but I don't think they slashed a price. But give you an idea, it's just yeah. like the new iPad. It's 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 right. priced similarly to the one the previous year. So now you're seeing all kind of ridiculous discounts on that from third party resellers. Um, seller, excuse me. And uh, so you'll probably feel the same thing. See the same thing with inventory with the the previous MacBooks as well. Right. So if you want to get a 2017 MacBook Pro, your best bet to get a disc a discounted price is to go to a third party reseller like Best Buy or somewhere online. Does Amazon count as that? Uh, Amazon probably does count, yeah. As long as they have it in stock, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, We should mention, since we're looking at uh, deals and prices, that um, Apple's also starting their back-to-school sale. Oh, that's true, yeah. uh, Which, if you're a student, uh, a college student or something like that, then you can get... There's there's discounts on a bunch of different Apple gear, including the MacBooks, and you get a pair of Beats headphones... Stuff like that. There's, there's, we have details on the site any minute now. We're yes. about to publish this story with some details on their back to school sale. So yeah. that's kicking off as well for students. And these new MacBooks are going to be part of the back to school, the new MacBook Pros. Yeah. So that's okay. one way you can, you can do that. Um, so wait, this is, this is different from the normal educational discount. Correct. It's for students only, but it is a special sale where they give you a pair of Beats headphones and there's the, the discounts are different uh, than okay. their regular everyday educational discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, in my opinion, it's not as good as it used to be. No, it is not. It is <laughs> absolutely not. Uh-huh. Right. I, I, yeah, the discount's yeah. not as good as it used to be. Yeah. Um, this year's sale is a little better than... It usually is. Yeah. Um, you get, let's see, I, I, I have the info right here because we just published the article. So the info is up on macworld.com. But um, with MacBook Pros, MacBooks, MacBook Airs, iMacs, um, you, get a, you get to choose from a pair of Beats Solo 3s, 
which are $300 headphones, Powerbeats, wireless, or Beats X headphones. Uh, and you get their typical back-to-school promotion. Uh, let's see. And if you buy an iPad Pro, you get a free pair of Powerbeats 3 wireless or Beats X. Um, so those are all better and more expensive Beats headphones than they've ever done years before. It's You know, you can get a couple hundred dollar worth of pair of Beats headphones. All right. Uh, on Twitter, some uh, Coral says, upgrading Macs every cycle gets to be pretty expensive, better specs. Um, and I know that like from the video side, cores um, oftentimes do uh, really matter mm-hmm. as far as improvements, especially, you know, uh, in like uh, After Effects, mm-hmm. or sorry, uh, Premiere. After Effects is a little bit more graphics card intensive, right. um, but I think CADs use it a lot too. So have... What's your impression on uh, the improvements people are going to see? Apple made the blanket generic statement that with the 15-inch MacBook Pro, you could see up to 70 times mm-hmm. better performance. Now, of course... 70%, right? Or 70, mm-hmm. I, I forget if it's 70. It was like 70. I think it was, it was something in the 70s. Yeah. 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 Um, now... Of course, that all depends on what you're doing. You may not, you know, it, it all depends on what you're doing and what kind of task you're performing and things like that. You know, Windows, you may not notice, like, for instance, Windows opening any faster or anything like that. But if you're, like, yeah. rendering mm-hmm. or something like that, um, they, they didn't photo prefer- tasks, big yeah. video tasks, uh, d- development, running VP, uh, not VPNs, running a virtual uh, environments for development and testing, stuff like that. Those are all going to be much, much faster. If you're just surfing the web, mm-hmm. you know, you're, it's that's not CPU bottleneck most of the time. Right. So if you're just really surfing the web, I don't think you need a MacBook Pro. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inch, but yes. yeah, you don't need. Yeah, Jason actually wrote a whole article of what you could expect in terms of performance boost. Yeah, so. uh, I looked at the, um, the, the benchmarks and stuff we did, or we, meaning... Uh, IDG that PC World did back in April, looking at the comparison of um, the Coffee Lake chips to the previous generation, the KB Lake chips, and also just looking at the clock speeds that Apple uh, is saying to kind of back my way into a which exact model chip is that? Because they never say. It's not until people get the laptops in their heads hands that we start to figure out exactly which model of uh, chip is it. Yeah. And on the 15-inch MacBook Pro, what you're getting is you're getting two more cores. And on tasks that use 11 or 12 threads, like things like video rendering, WinRAR is good at that, that kind of stuff, um, you get up to 50% faster performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and e- But even on low core count, one and two, three thread things, which happens all the time, mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at 15 to 20% faster. That's because the boost clocks are higher and there's more cash. Uh, so that's that's a big win. That's not, oh, it's just more cores. It's going to be faster in everything. Yeah. And you're going to see an even better uplift in the 13-inch model because it's double the cores. Yeah. Right. It's, it's going from two to two to four cores, and it, they're all hyper-threaded. Every, all these are have hyper-threading, so eight threads. And there are far more apps that use more than four threads <laughs> like four to, right. in the four to eight thread range than there are that use like 12 threads um so you're more often you're going to fully utilize that chip you're going to see that big performance jump uh and the clock and there too the boost clocks are higher there's more cash yeah um what's not that different is the the uh the gpu that is right. in the 13 uh, inch models mm-hmm. they have they use intel's integrated gpu yeah. uh that version is in in Coffee Lake is not really different than KB Lake at all. Mm-hmm. It has a tiny, tiny little bit higher clock speed, but the main difference is it has double the embedded DRAM, and that'll help on really high resolutions. But other than that, it's you're yeah. not going to see a big boost in, in graphics performance. Yeah. On the 15-inch models, all of those laptops always come with a discrete GPU, mm-hmm. and it's been a Radeon 5. 55 radeon pro 555 Uh uh-huh is that changing Um, it's getting an x 
Yeah, five, it, so it's a 555. In the KB Lake ones, it was a 555, and you can upgrade to like a 560 or something. Nice. That's still the, now it's for a 555X, which is pretty much the same thing. Yes. The only the only difference, and this is is kind of important, is that the base model used to be two gigs of RAM of graphics RAM. Now they're all four gigs. Oh, that's okay. good. So you yeah. don't. There is no low end two gigs of graphics mm. RAM model, and that's good because on those high res 15 inch screens. Two gigs is not cutting it, right. <laughs> yeah. especially when you try and run something at like even at 1080p, like running a game or something at 1080p. Mm-hmm. Two gigs is not not good these days. So you don't have to pay for that upgrade to get that four gig memory card now. Uh, four gig graphics. Sorry, it's early. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, but otherwise, just like flat out performance wise, other other than those little tweaks, graphics aren't going to get the that, that big boost that you're seeing in the the CPU side. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, on uh, YouTube, Lucky Strike is asking: Have you covered anything about MacBooks, or and what process processors will they have? Um, and uh, I'm trying to find the name, but uh, uh, Jerry Jerry Ann uh, on Twitter asks if there was anything on desktop there. Um, and I'm going to ask two questions. I think audience might have, and that is, you know, one: Does it look any different? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, physically built, and do you know anything about prices? So, okay, the first question. <laughs> the, <laughs> Let me go backwards. Some, the Mac, first yeah, question MacBooks. is just MacBooks. It's only MacBook right. Pros. Okay. Nothing else has been upgraded. Yes. No MacBook Air. No MacBook. No desktops. No iMacs. Yeah. Right now, just the MacBook Pros. There are some rumors that yes. we'll get to in a bit, but yeah, this was only MacBook Pros as official information. Yes, as official yes. information, only MacBook Pros. Easy one I can get out of the way. 13-inch currently would start at $17.99. The 15-inch would start at uh, $2,399. So. Yeah, so Which is the same as before. So yeah, the before. prices same are the same price. as before. There, oh, another clarif- uh, clarification. There is the 13-inch without the touch bar. That remains the same. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't changed at all. Oh, so they're not touching that one at all. Period. Exactly. Without right. the touch bar. With, yeah, the one without the touch bar. The mm-hmm. only one that has changed is the one with the touch bar. So uh, the prices, and the prices are still the same. $12.99, $14.99, $17.99, $19.99 for the 13 inches, and $23.99 and $27.99 for the... Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 inches. Yeah, the, you mentioned the prices. It's too early. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, one more, one little last technical thing that that reminded me of is uh, they used to max out at 16 gigs of RAM. Right. You can get 32 now if mm-hmm. you want to pay to upgrade your RAM when you, when you buy the thing. So if you happen to work on, like, a lot of 4K video or something that really is – ram hungry you can get up to 32 now so uh if you were to i don't know if you guys if it's available on the store yet but what is the max like a fully maxed out uh laptop going to cost you i think they are available right yeah i think you can if you spec it out i haven't specced it out yet um i'll I'll look it up while you answer the other questions (laughs) and can't you bring up the storage to like four terabytes now i think something like that uh yes on the um that's crazy on the 15-inch MacBook Pro, you can go up to a 4-terabyte SSD. On the 13-inch, it's a 2-terabyte SSD. But they're not, they, they don't have uh, anything like NVMe M.2 drives, right, in there? Is it, it's just like a normal solid-state? They actually have very special... Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think right. it is NVMe-based. Yeah, they okay. don't tell you on there, but it's Apple's storage is way fast. Mm-hmm. And it has been for a few years. They've been way in yeah. the lead on storage performance. Yeah, I think it is M- NVMe. M- M- um, yeah. here's, here's your price for a maxed-out. Maxed-out 15-inch MacBook Pro. That is the... Uh, that's the Core i9. They they have that special Core oh, i9. Nice. And 32 gigs of RAM and 4 gig SSD. Uh, no, with no added software, not adding in like Final Cut or anything like that, is sixty six ninety nine. All right, Apple, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> um, I could use one of those. Uh, <laughs> just saying, just saying. 
Um, another important thing, um, since that's been in the news a lot lately, is that it apparently has a quieter keyboard. But there was, oh yeah, there was no reference um, to Apple improving it. But there may have been some kind of, you know, they're trying to avoid talking about that too much. But obviously, if it's quieter, they've done something to it um, to improve it. And whether or not it's more reliable or not, that's anybody's guess. And uh, but you probably heard me on this podcast before talking about how some of the other people in the office here say that. Me typing on my MacBook Pro is really loud, so having a quieter keyboard would be really nice. It, it can't be louder than a mechanical. I mean, it's technically a mechanical keyboard. They say of the they bother, effect, right? it bothers them more, but I imagine that's just Apple hate from the PC world, guys. It's, <laughs> it's a high-frequency click, too. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, that matters. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. There's like a like a deeper bass or like yeah. a boom. It's like a thumb. thump. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, you know, the, the clickiness of, uh, of a mechanical keyboard, there's something almost like joyous about it you know what i mean i don't like mechanical keyboards. <laughs> really i, I don't like, like the, the sound, sound. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wonder why it's me like prancing horses or something like that but there's something prancing like... horses okay <laughs> all right whereas like you know it's like right yeah i wonder if it's a lot to do with the bottoming out because like you know on a regular you know uh, mechanical keyboard you're probably starting to let go after after you feel the click um, but obviously because it's, there's so little movement in the MacBook pro mm -hmm. that you're just like, it's just hitting the very end. Like, it's, you know, it's not, you can tell from the feel of it. It's not just bottoming out. There's mm -hmm. a, there's something in the mechanism that yes. clicks. Mm -hmm. right. and I think they must've softened whatever, whatever that is that yeah. makes that happen. They call it a third generation butterfly keyboard. It's still the butterfly. It's not the old longer throw. They're all right. they all have yeah. short throw compared yeah. to a desktop keyboard, but yeah. And out. And Apple was saying at the event that you can't take any photos or video, right? So at the uh, showcase, I've been asked to call it a showcase. Okay, Ooh. at the showcase. <laughs> at the showcase, uh, they did not allow us to take video or photos. But could you have recorded audio? Uh, yes. <laughs> did anyone like li like record the sound of the clickiness? So <laughs> I when I tried the keyboard at the event, the yeah. thing was the the... The venue, so they have this uh, loft studio. Uh -huh. or, I mean, it's a loft, yeah, in New York that they have these events. And it's kind of echoey. Uh -huh. So I couldn't tell. So it was hard to tell what the sound was like. And it was probably so, loud and crowded too, huh? It actually wasn't, okay. but it's, it's, it's like a very wide open space with high ceilings. Uh-huh. So sound kind of travels everywhere, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's free to, you know, it's, it, and it was, so it was hard to kind of like, fig, I, I, I just couldn't tell. It was yeah. just really too difficult for me to tell if it was louder or not. And also because maybe it would have helped if I had another older laptop and do a comparison. Mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. I think maybe the, just the room didn't, it didn't work with the room. So I would have imagined maybe. that, uh, a recording wouldn't be able to deliver. Maybe uh, if we get um, if we get review units in time for next week's podcast or whenever we do a podcast yeah, next we can week, do we that. have that meetings. Then we can actually like do it on the podcast. Yeah, we can yes. see if yeah, they we'll can hear the difference that. with those mics. Matter yeah. of fact, I was going to ask Roman when we get a review. You like maybe soon. I don't know if I'm breaking yeah. embargo there. Uh, you know, we'll yeah. just do a quick video up there and I'll throw it on MacWorld YouTube channel. So, yeah. yeah, so we hope to get one in soon. Uh, I don't know. They haven't given me a, a date, so I know they're for sale. But does it say when they start? When they, when they're if you get a, shipping? If you, yeah, when they uh, ship. When you go to buy, it gives you an idea of what the availability is, and then if you, it says if you order today, it delivers June sixteenth to June eighteenth. So you have to wait like five July or July. Sorry, yes. yeah, yeah, June next year. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait a year. So that's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. less than That's five days. Week. It's about yeah. five days. So. so Apple does that a lot, where they drop it right after. Yeah. So yeah, I have a question, just kind of about the whole kind of event since you were talking about it. Um, like, do you? Is it weird that this is now kind of like two events, sort of in a, in a rowish? You know, are they? Showcase. Do you think they're going to do more events, like secretly or just like showcases secretly? <laughs> um, you know, versus you know these big official you know press announcements. What, what's up with that? So I was thinking about that because, well, so behind the scenes for people, we were when we were invited to the showcase, we were trying <laughs> to figure out what it would be because we were like, 
could it just be MacBook Pros and they're just that's all they're doing and they're and I have to fly out to New York to go see some <laughs> And that was MacBook me. I was Pro. like, they're not gonna fly you to New York for a MacBook Pro refresh. Which is crazy because yes. Cupertino is is right, there. is right, right here. Right down the streets. <laughs> but as it turns out, a lot of tech media is located on the East Coast. So which seems kind of odd because everything happens here on the West Coast in yeah. terms of tech. But you know, the big sites, a lot of them have headquarters on the East Coast. Uh, so that's one reason. Another reason that I made up, it totally made up in my head, is that Apple PR has a huge budget mm. <laughs> and looks for excuses to, to go to places that they like to go, like New York. Why not do Hawaii? Oh, God. <laughs> Someplace some way nicer. <laughs> so, but, but then again, you know, I, I know that a lot of Apple people who are there, they tend to leave right after the event. Yeah, They're not sticking was... around. So, but I mean, they have to be there through the weekend, probably setting up and stuff. Because when you go to the event, they have all, there were home pods there. They have <laughs> yeah. photos up mm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, they set up this venue. So. I don't think that there's necessarily going to be a change into how Apple announces products. I think this is yeah. this is kind of what they do is where when it's a really new product, a really major generational leap or something like that. Then it's on stage somewhere. It's at WWDC. It's at the September event. Mm-hmm. They have sometimes spring events or an October event, you know, like a media event in October. And those are the big ones that get streamed out. And there's a big audience and everything. And then when they have little products, li- like little refreshes like this that are just like it's mostly just a CPU upgrade to, right. to MacBooks, that not a design refresh or any brand new amazing technology, then they you know, in, invite press in small groups to check yeah. it out under embargo, under a really tight, short embargo, and they ship them right away and right. stuff like that. So I think that's going to keep keep happening. For uh, the most part. Another thing is you have the, uh, when you have the big events, kind of like Jason was talking about, is that you have the, uh, you know, really cool invitations that other journalists like to share on Twitter and everything, mm-hmm. and they have clues inside the invitations and everything. There was none of that here. It was basically an email. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I... I, I I could have seen that this feels like it's at least to me a pretty significant upgrade, yes. especially on the improvement side that yeah. I could have easily seen them have made make an announcement at WWDC right, right. just saying, and we're bringing six cores, you know, to the laptops um, and it won't be available till, you know, July. Goodbye. Everybody. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And, you know, these, this upgrade is perfectly targeted at that WWDC audience. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know if it was a decision in terms of like trying to spread the news out mm. like they wanted to there you know there was a lot of talk before WWDC that they wanted to focus on software. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was I don't know if this decision was to kind of stick to that program if they wanted to just spread the cycle out a little bit more, maybe yeah. both. May I don't know if it has to do with production and ramping up so that product is available. We don't know, but I mean, it could be all those things, or it could have just been, yeah, we'll do it in July. <laughs> Besides the uh, processor and the the quieter keyboard, we should mention there's two other significant yeah. upgrades or changes. One is that there. See, you um, said significant. Tar- <laughs> What's that? You said significant. <laughs> Am I not allowed to say significant? Well, you're saying it was just a CPU upgrade, are you? Um, things <laughs> worth noting, I guess I should say. Um, you know, like double double the max RAM is not that significant, but um, True Tone Display, which yes, yes. we've seen in the iPads and the iPhone 8 and 10, uh, these are the first Mac with a True Tone Display, uh, and it has the T2 processor in it, which the iMac Pro does, and it does all the same stuff it does in the iMac Pro. It it's secure boot and it's the secure enclave for your Touch ID. It does the audio processing. It's the it's the audio codec. And it, um, it has the uh, image processor that does that manages all the um, images from the FaceTime camera. So you should right. get better FaceTime quality, which is a real issue because that camera stinks. Right. <laughs> the camera. They haven't upgraded that camera. The webcam. It, it's so old generation tech, but at least the video processing should be better enough to give you better image quality. And they. Right looked at that in the iMac Pro and there really is a marked difference. So yeah. so that and it and it also offloads the disk encryption to the T2, right. which does on the iMac Pro. So those things should help speed up things also just a tiny bit. Um, and I think we're gonna see this in Macs going forward. 
they're going to stick. Those T2s, right. maybe next generation T3s and stuff like that are going to be in future Max. I think that this is the way they go. Yeah. It's kind of a way to kind of get a little more performance out of the main CPU. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to deal with this overhead. This, this it's a big security stuff. boost too to yeah. like have this thing that they control this True, this processor yeah. be the first thing that has to happen before you can boot up the machine. You know, it's so like a level before you, the machine will even post uh, in in Windows terms before it'll post the BIOS. It has yeah. to, this thing has to authenticate, and them being able to control that gives them a lot of. Um, you know, uh, helps in security. If there's a security problem, Apple's in control of it. Yeah. So, uh, on YouTube, Yoav is asking if you if there were anything was there anything new to the Touch Bar? Um, and Coral and I have kind of a similar question uh, about the camera. I guess what's what's preventing them from updating? And are you surprised at all that they're not bringing like you know Face ID at all? So, the Touch Bar is also uh, supports True Tone, mm-hmm. which seems kind of odd to me, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It, it doesn't sound like, you know, on the surface it can, what? But I guess in use, you know, maybe it'll make more sense. At least uh, the price remains the same with all the little nicknames. <laughs> yeah, so... Th- Classify that under whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for people who actually use the touch bar, they might notice it. So, but, um, yeah, so... Oh, the, uh, another thing about the T2 is that it now has uh, support for Hey Siri. Mm-hmm, that's right. So... You can so if you want to use Siri while you're using your new MacBook Pro, you can say his hey Siri and the Siri interface. Can you say up. yo Siri? <laughs> As Kevin Durant has shown. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. I wasn't sure if they said like because I just activated at, at the end of the commercial, uh, they're like, Okay, for you they're like, Okay, Durant, like well it's like we'll make that for you. And I was like, Does that mean Yo Siri Only- actually does work? Or you know, is that just the joke? I think that's, that's just a joke. Yeah. Uh, they should totally make that. They should, yeah. Or, what would be cool is if it only worked for Kevin Durant. <laughs> that would be cool. But, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, camera. The camera. I'm, all, I'm only guessing that there's something maybe in terms of, like, they just can't get the size down. Mm-hmm. That, that's the there's, only thing I could think of. There's right? Windows laptops with a lid as thin as a MacBook Pro. And on better the edge cameras. Yeah. that have much, much better cameras. So mm-hmm. I I don't know what that is. Um, they could fit in a phone. They could fit it in the... Right. No, the phone's much thicker than that top yeah, true. That, lid that's true. Of, a, of a lid. Um, as far as... But then again, there's stuff, stuff behind the camera yeah. module of the phone too, so who knows. Um, as far as Face ID, I'm a little surprised they're not. I think maybe that's coming in the when there's a big design refresh of the MacBook. Mm-hmm. I would not be at all surprised if they put the, um, it's not a face ID module. It's a true depth, the true depth module, right, the whole yeah. module from, from an iPhone, just stick it up there. Hopefully without a notch. I was going to say, really, <laughs> we don't really need a notch on the laptop, but, but Mike, I would Simon, not be, Mike Simon would love it. He'd be like, Oh, that's great. I love that. notch." On it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make fun of him since he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they could, yeah, if they could put that in there, because you know, right. using stuff like Windows Hello on um, on PCs to log in with your face, that's great. You're always looking right at it, anyways, because you're opening up your laptop yeah. mm-hmm. and it's looking right at you. So, yes, yeah. So I could see that, you know, maybe like in a future T3 chip, yeah, and then mm-hmm. incorporating the that the whole TrueDef camera. So maybe next year, so. Maybe. That sounds about right for next Yeah. Time. So, oh, there was a question earlier about uh, Mac desktops. Yeah. So there was nothing announced in terms of Mac desktops. There, in a, not really related, but kind of related. Apple or Black Magic was there at this showcase, and they announced a new eGPU. Mm-hmm. Mm. So an ex- external graphics. Processing units. How, I mean, how different is that compared to what uh, Leif has been looking at? The biggest difference is that this is an integrated uh, graphics card, so you can't. Stuff uh, they give you. It's it's a mm. fixed card in a in a unit, so you can't you can't upgrade the card later. And it's like a Radeon five eighty, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's it a Radeon five eighty. It's six ninety nine. Uh, it's so so. Did they 
announce anything about you know additional compatibility like it's adding you know that you can use it to render and do a lot more because i feel like when leif was testing it out it wasn't doing it was just basically powering an extra monitor but can you do a lot more with it now so or did they not talk about that they did so the people who were the people that they had demoing they had (coughs) excuse me Mm -hmm. they they had one person who was who has this um this one uh, doctor who does biological 3D animations, and she does a uh, project called Molecular, Molecular Flipbook, which is an open source app, and she makes these animations. Uh, and she has used the uh, the eGPU for that. Okay. Um, there was uh, so it must it must do more now. I think it does do more. Yeah. Okay. That's Looking good. at the photo, you still need an external monitor, though, for it to work. Right? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so then it's not doing rendering. It's just extra screen? I'm confused. It's. So. I don't think it actually is technically capable of doing more stuff than it ever has before. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of when apps update to, okay. use, to right. support the eGPU. Right. It's, it's app update issues um anything that uses metal or probably even OpenGL can use it it's just that if you want to use an eGPU you have to plug your monitor into that eGPU yeah. you can't use the eGPU with the monitor plugged into with the display on your laptop or plugging in something right, separate right yeah you have to use an external the uh, so this particular product is actually kind of geared towards apple users so it works with the reason why I brought it up in the desktop Mac stuff is that it works with Thunderbolt 3 Max. Ah, uh, okay. So you can use it on an iMac Pro, uh, any Mac that has Thunderbolt 3. Uh, and you have to run High Sierra because High Sierra has the built-in support for the eGPUs. Uh, yeah, so it's a... Um, they all, it also has some additional connectivity ports. So it has... Uh, two Thunderbolt 3 ports, four USB 3 ports, and an HDMI mm-hmm. thirty HDMI 2 jack. Now, bluntly, I'm actually not that impressed by this. Um, you know, you can get better performance with a better card with some of the eGPUs I was playing with. This, what he was talking to, this is seemed geared towards Apple users. I'm not trying to be cynical here, but uh, it really does seem like it's people who really, I just needed a more powerful graphics card. Here's one. I don't have to put anything in it. I don't have to do any customization. I just have to plug it in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, and it's not even that powerful, in my opinion. Um, but... Uh, yeah. It would be nice if there was a more powerful GPU in there, but I don't think that's a bad price. Six ninety nine. No. It's the enclosure and the card and the card, which isn't bad. Yeah. And it's a hub for, like you said, for mm-hmm. additional Thunderbolt and USB ports, which some of these eGPU things aren't doing. Um, enclosures aren't doing. So you know, if you're, uh, some people are intimidated by having right. a what card do I buy? How do I, you know. If if that's your and it's a little smaller, it seems like it's yeah. a little more compact. So it seems like if if you're the kind of person who's that intimidated by these things, it's you're not paying a big surcharge to plug this in, and you're not losing ports; you're gaining a bunch of ports. So I haven't seen it in person, but it also looks like it has more vertical design than horizontal. Usually, yeah. when you see them, yeah, and so it, it's kind of like the Mac Pro almost in that type of form factor, where it's more up and down. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would have I would like to see them do a Vega version of this. You know, yes. they're just the Radeon Pro 580. But for what it is, it seems like it's it's not a bad price and it's not a bad design. Yeah. So, um, so just to kind of wrap up Apple's announcements, Apple also uh, released some new leather sleeves for the MacBook Pro. Mm. Yeah, they only used to be for the MacBook before, right? Yeah. The the 12 inch, the 12 not inch. Air, yeah. not Pro MacBook. Yeah. Um, so, and now they make sleeves for the pro. Yeah. So. Yay. Um, <laughs> but yay, yay for leather sleeves. Yay for leather sleeves. I want to see you with a leather sleeve, like you know, like the basketball players wear. Oh. <laughs> Just walk around the office with a leather sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we hope to get one in sooner than later, and we'll do a full review. But if you want more details on the new laptops on the Blackmagic eGPU, on the leather sleeves, (laughs) on the uh, potential performance boost that you can get, check out our website. We've got articles on on all of that. 
and we'll uh, be waiting for a review in it and hoping to have a little more on that coming soon. Yeah, so. but unofficially, what, what about the unofficial news? So yeah, so that's all for all the official news, but there was a lot of unofficial news that also came out yesterday, uh, starting with a potential Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. We should mention that all these things, all these new rumors are from a new report from uh, Ming-Chi Kuo. Kuo. Right. Who uh, I forget where he works now. He right. changed jobs. He's an analyst. He just changed firms. But he released the new yeah TI security something like that. Um, but he he released a new report and it's got a whole bunch of here's what I expect from Apple and he's unusually accurate. Yeah, uh, he's really dialed into the supply chain and that's where he's kind of getting the sources for these rumors. So some of the stuff is stuff we heard before and there's a bunch of new stuff too. So were there any? Did he? I admit, I, I'm kind of behind on the rumors. You so. were flying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in airplanes without any Wi-Fi. That's, mm-hmm. That sucks. No Wi-Fi and no headphones. So, uh, But um, whether, did he release any specs, on, on like, potential specs for the Mac Mini? Did, did he talk about? I mean, um, it was just basically that there was going to be, you know, it's going to obviously have like a new chip in it and stuff like that. But it's but nothing here. specific. I mean, just said there will be an upgraded Mac Mini, and that could be a whole new design. It could be we don't know. I mean, even if it looks exactly the same, that's that's pretty big since it hasn't been updated in what five years. It's going to be more Mini four. I think that's the most recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Update. It's forever in in tech terms. (laughs) Yeah, especially when we have the PC. What are they called again? Um, Nooks. Nuke. Yeah. 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 New new unit computing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That are really small, you know. It, it, this is going to be really many. I, I bet it. I will bet on that. It, yeah, Thumb I don't stick. think they're going to go compute stick size. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah. Well, well, I could I could see them do compute stick with one Thunderbolt three port, and everyone the, would get angry. The new, um, <laughs> the 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 latest size for the Mac Mini because it's gone through a couple sizes over the years. Yeah. Isn't that big really? Mm-hmm. It just needs to be dramatically more powerful for right. the size that yeah. it is. And, you know, so, it would be cool if, you know, it was a Coffee Lake-based Mac Mini. That might yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah. Six-core Mac Mini. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're waiting to, yeah, I mean, why they're even waiting the, so long. That'd be good. Even the four-core stuff, that would be great, yeah. you know, and more RAM, better RAM, all that stuff. So, yeah, that's the, the rumor is just there's there'll be an upgrade this year. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the rumor. And that's really all. Yeah, because... Yeah, just it, Apple tends to use uh, mobile processors in the Mac Mini because of the small form mm-hmm. factor and the cooling and stuff like that. So that's why I would say in the Coffee Lake laptop processors would be kind of cool. Definitely. So um, more rumors that came out yesterday. There were there was also some um, Apple Watch. Apple Watch rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leif, can you enlighten us on what the Apple Watch rumors were? Uh, Jason, you actually know the, 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 the <laughs> mentions Let's better pass than it I on. Do. Just pass yeah. it on. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do like that dance move where it's like, you know, and then it's like, boom. Hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know he knows the dimensions. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so the basically what it is is the, um, the just larger displays. Yes. And which we'd heard oh, right. before, but now there's uh, supposedly sizes. So I think it's. Oh, how many inches? I think it's going. The small version would go up to one point five seven and one point one point five seven inches, and which is almost forty millimeters. And the large one would go up to one point seven eight, which is yes. about forty five millimeters. Um, that's diagonal measurement. Uh, it's assumed that there's no change to the form factor uh-huh. and or the aspect ratio or anything. So it's just. The, the assumption is they don't want to change the case except for maybe a slight bit of thickness because they want all the bands to still right, work. Right. Uh, so they're just there's quite a bit of bezel around the screen in the current Apple Watch, and they're thinking they're going to be able to slim that bezel mm-hmm. and give you a bigger face, which is great. I have to admit, deal. I was looking. I didn't even realize that there was that much uh, dark space around the, the Yeah, the it's Apple OLED, Watch. so the black part's blend right in uh-huh. they're so black they blend right in which is great um the other rumors and these are things that he said before but he just reiterated that he expects there to be better battery life either through a larger battery or just more efficient processor or both or whatever 
uh, and a more efficient health sensor or better health sensors, which would be mm-hmm. maybe a better heart rate sensor. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something else they're adding instead. Um, so better health monitoring. It would be great if there was a, a heart rate monitor that was always um, on. efficient enough to kind of be always on. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. So when did when did the series three come out? That was last fall. Fairly recently, yeah. Last, last fall. fall. So we with, yeah. together with the iPhone. Okay, September right, event, in time yeah. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's coming up pretty soon then. Mm-hmm. It feels like that though that series three just came out. But yeah. they've been yeah, they've been on a yearly cadence with yeah. them. They mm-hmm. announced the first one really long before it launched. The, the, its, its right. initial on-stage announcement. But since then, it's been announced in September with the iPhones and shipping together with the iPhones, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. uh, in the fall. So it seems like they're going to be on that same yeah. same cadence there. And and Coral on YouTube uh, is this saying 15% increase in screen real estate? Yeah, that's, yeah. Is, is that mm-hmm. what the math works out to, 15%? Yes. That's pretty big. Yeah, about 15% more area. Yeah, imagine it almost going to the edge, and you have an idea of what it what it is. Because currently, it's currently just like on that the square edge of it. Um, excuse me, rectangular. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when you it, it would it would take up more, and that would allow you know I think better force touch um, work in there that could work as well. Um, I think it would it would be nice, especially if they don't change it. Because right now, as it is, I think it's as big as I want it. I have the the, the bigger forty two millimeter one, but yeah, but not any thinner. No rumors. About we don't know. That. There's there, yeah, there's no. Qu- yeah, mm-hmm. I think for me that's that's what it's gonna take, um, because I feel like the one that's now and even a lot of watches they're just too thick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that's kind of annoying. Like if you can, people can watch. It's like I have a very thin profile uh-huh. uh, watch, um, but it's you know it's just literally just the time. It's well, funny. I, it barely ever bothers me, but it bothers me when I'm writing, mm-hmm. which as you can imagine happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm with you, Dan, in that like I have thin wrists. I always have to wear a very thin, low-profile watch, and I'm bothered by large watches and heavy watches, and and almost every men's watch is like ridiculously big on me and annoying. I'm not annoyed by the Apple Watch at all, and I have I have the large one, mm-hmm. I have the 42. Hmm. Um, I think the shape of the back, the very how rounded it is, and the little bulge of the the um, heart rate monitor and stuff like that, kind of makes it feel like it's not as hefty as it is the points of contact aren't aren't as Mm -hmm. much Mm -hmm. so um compared to any other watch its size i find it way more comfortable and i'm surprised by that like me too i was expecting myself to hate the apple watch you know basically got it for work i'll be honest with you and it has gotten especially with the sport band i've gotten to the point where i barely notice it only when i'm typing and that weight on my left hand is you know kind of interfering but it's a i'm very sensitive to that type of thing so other than that i probably wouldn't even notice it i don't yeah, yeah i i'm not a fan of watches i didn't wear one before the apple watch and i wear it only because of work so i feel like i should know about the apple watch <laughs> i actually loaned my watch to elena Yi at pc world because she was doing a review of a different device and she wanted to compare it to the apple watch and she had my Apple Watch for over a week, and I didn't even notice that I didn't have it. So I'm just not a big watch person. So I have to admit, there's been a couple of times when I've accidentally left it at home. It's only been like twice or something. And I believe it or not, I miss it. So I'm a little different mm. than that. Yes. And the thing is, I have very minimal notifications. So when something actually comes in, it's pretty important. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons I miss it. Yeah. 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 I'm the same way. I've really, I really manage my notifications down. I, I do it on my phone, but on my watch, even more so. Mm-hmm. I really restrict it to if my my watch buzzes, it's something I need to pay attention to right now. Uh, and it happens several times a day, and I always look at it, and I'm always glad I have it there and can just ignore it because I don't need to pick up my phone right now, you know. Yeah. So another rumor that, or another speculative point <laughs> that Mention <laughs> Quo put out was uh, new iPads, one that I thought was interesting, an 11-inch model. Mm-hmm. So Apple currently has a 10-inch, 10-and-a-half-inch model and a 12.9-inch model. So the 10-and-a-half-inch the, the one would be replaced by the 11-inch model. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
This is iPad Pro. Right. iPad Pro, um, correct. He didn't mention anything about, we just got an upgrade to the regular iPad. Yeah, I don't and I don't think there's another one coming this yeah, year. Yeah, no way. And that these iPad Pros would have Face ID. To me, that's not even a question. I, I think that's almost a given at this point. Um, yeah, it would be really yeah. weird if they shipped new iPad Pros with Touch ID. <laughs> yes, the yeah. question is whether they'll have a notch. Right. That's, right. to me, what what I'm... I'm wondering. And they have to make Face ID work at any orientation, right. which seems that a solvable problem, but they haven't done it on the phones yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. It seems to me like if you took a 10 and a half inch iPad and you just made reduced the bezel, banded the screen into the bezels a little bit, right. that'd be 11, yeah. right? Yeah, so that's what I, I was thinking. They have to change the size of the actual. Right. It doesn't, physical. yeah, it's still the same physical size. It's just that the bezel around it is reduced. So you think it'll be able to fit the same cases even with a big screen? Yeah, because they got the screen will um, factor into that thing. Right. The display. The cutouts for screens would be yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't work. So it would physically fit, but then you would have stuff cut off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but yeah, and and the possible processor in that is an A11X. Was that what he said? So he didn't so. say. Oh, he didn't um, say. And and the timing of it makes it weird because he uh, he reiterated the stuff about the iPhones. There's going to be three sizes. All the stuff we've we've talked about a few times, mm-hmm. and you expect it to be an A12. In other years, the um, the iPad Pros, the last two versions of iPad Pros, have come out significantly before the iPhones. Mm-hmm. So they always have the last year's A processor with an X. They've right. You know, they have an A10X, and then three, four, or five months later, iPhone comes out, and it's got the A11. Uh, A9X, you know. Um, what is different this time is it's just like it was in 2016, I want to say. Or uh, maybe it was 15, where they did announce the iPad, uh, the new iPads together with the iPhones. Mm-hmm. And when they came out that year, the iPhone had, I believe it was the A9 or yeah. it was the A8. Uh, it was the A9 and then the iPads had an A9X. So it could be, just by, based on timing, the iPhones will have an A12, the iPads will have an A12X. Right, it would right. be, be a little weird if you had an A12 over here that was faster than the A11. <laughs> right. And you had an A11X that's also faster than an A11, but in maybe in different ways or something. So. Yeah. Just to keep the iPads from ever possibly being any slower than the iPhones, yeah. it would be an A12X. The, the question is, did they plan, it takes years to design CPUs and stuff, did they plan it this way to have the A12X ready in time for this? Right. Which means there, were, there would be no iPads that ever had an A11X. Right. Right. It's interesting, yeah. So it's going to be That's, a busy fall. Yes. Yeah. Do you think they're going to break this up into two events for all this? Or is this, do you think, I mean, obviously these are just rumors, but if these were all true, would this be two events or one event? I say it depends on if they have a one more thing. Um, yeah. If they're having a big product that we don't know anything about, I think that would force a breakup into two different events. But if it's all these together, I think it's possible they could do it in one. Yeah, September events typically have iPhones and or iPads. They could put those together. But if they were going to introduce a Mac Mini, there's also uh, one of the rumors was there's a new, uh, the the processor should get upgraded in the MacBook, but there's also some new low-priced notebook. Mm-hmm. People are talking about it like it's oh, either right. a new MacBook Air or a replacement for the MacBook Air or something like that, but something that come in under $1,000 that would be, um, you know, if they're doing that and a Mac Mini and a processor upgrade for the MacBook, um, that sounds like that's a lot to do in a one more thing. Right. It'd be a very big September event. Sometimes they also have an October event. So right. maybe yeah. that, that'll happen. Um, there's also supposed to be upgrades to the iMac, according to Kuo, where um, mm-hmm. I would expect, first of all, that they'd get the Coffee Lake processors. But right. Um, there's also, uh, he says, a significant display performance upgrade yeah. was the yeah. wording. I, I don't know what that would mean. <laughs> yeah. It's already a great display. It's already a DCI P3 color gamut 5K display. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. what's left is HDR mm-hmm. and either a high refresh rate, variable refresh rate, something like that. 
So then those would be great to see in an iMac. So yeah. do you think rumors are worth basing purchasing like hold offs on? Depends on who they come from. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't I, either. I, yeah. I, th- I think because the product cycles are so long and there, I can't think of one time when there was a new product and you, I was like, you, oh, you, you absolutely, that's an absolute must have feature that you're going to have to wait for. You know, you can, I think a lot of times you can live without it. I mean, so maybe in the case of, the new MacBook Pros, mm-hmm. you know, if if you were hitting a performance ceiling, then you know, if you were a video producer or someone who works with a lot of data, you know, maybe then that's. But it's hard to tell because you don't know when. You know, there's no there's no way to predict when Apple's going to produce mm-hmm. come out with these products. Yeah, the there um, the product cycles that we know about all yeah. the time. I think regardless of what the rumors are, the product cycle is worth holding off on. Like, you know, iPhones are in September. So rumors, they are not, don't go buy a new iPhone in late August Mm -hmm. or or a new Apple watch. If you want the latest and greatest Apple watch, because you can assume from years of repetition here that it's going to be in September. Right. uh, And you're going to feel real bad if (laughs) your thing got one up a month later. Right. Um, but that really doesn't have anything to do with what the rumors are about them. Yeah. Yes. Most of the time. And even if you don't really want the latest and greatest in terms of the iPhone, uh, waiting is always smart because what Apple Apple does with the iPhone, unlike the other products, is they use the older generation. They reduce the price of it. They still make it available. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like for instance, you can still get an iPhone 6s. It's and it's mm-hmm. cheaper. You know, it's 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 Apple's trying to provide more affordable options. So with the iPhone, yeah, there is an, an advantage to waiting when you're in in September and you're thinking about getting a new phone. There is an advantage to waiting. Uh, but when it comes to the other Mac product, Apple products, and Macs in particular, it's it's yeah. The, the cycle's yeah. just so erratic that you can't. Macs and iPads kind of have a little bit of an erratic cycle. Yeah. You never really know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a, as a point to that, we've been hearing about these new iPad Pros since the beginning of the year. Yeah. And yeah. we thought they were coming this spring. And then we thought they were coming at WWDC. And now we're assuming that they're probably going to come in the September launch, we just hear before the end of the year. So if you heard about them in the beginning of the year and you thought, Oh, I'm going to hold off cause they're coming this spring. I'll get my iPad pro this spring. You'd still be waiting with no yeah. new iPad pro. Yeah. So. All, right. All right. So unless there's any other rumors that we haven't talked about, um, what, what's, what's since we, we have a lot of stuff going on next week. What's what, what do you think was going to happen as far as podcast goes? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I th- I don't think we can have one next week. Yeah, yeah so right next week. Big meetings. So our next podcast we we have company uh we have we have stuff happening in the company that <laughs> will prevent us from podcasting next week. So it might have to wait until the week after, so the week of uh July th- July 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that's what's going to have to happen. So yeah, so. no podcast next week. Yeah, but news on the website, so you can always get your fix. You can uh, yeah, w- they can follow these guys on Twitter. And and I'll say there's if we get the new MacBook, uh, uh-huh. new MacBook Pros in time, uh, and and we do something like a, a one-off hands-on video or something like that. Yeah, that's gonna be separate yeah. that from the new. We'll we'll warn you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know ahead of yeah. time when and where it's going to be. Yeah, we have some work company work commitments that, that are happening next week. So, but if we happen to get the new MacBook Pro before that, we'll do some stuff. Yeah, we'll do some stuff. I'm hoping to do an unboxing. But oh yeah, if we get it, we'll do an unboxing. Yeah, for sure. and we'll do it live. It, it's going to be on a kind of uh, short notice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, but hopefully it'll happen within the next few couple of days. Definitely. So. 
Uh, but so, yeah. yeah. Stay stay subscribed and uh, follow us. Yeah. Like and subscribe. So again, no podcast <laughs> next week. We'll come back the week of the 23rd, most likely Wednesday. Uh, but keep an eye on the website. We'll, we'll post when we'll be broadcasting next. So right. a lot of stuff to look forward to. I'd like to thank Jason Cross. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. So in studio, I'd like to thank Leif. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Dan. Yep. I'd like to thank you, the uh, people watching. Again, keep an eye on our website for our next broadcast. Thanks for joining us. 